Hello, and a very warm welcome to all you listeners out there. Thank you so much for tuning in to the NetSuite podcast. I'm Megan O'Brien, NetSuite's resident business and finance editor and co-host of the podcast. In this episode, we will once again have guest host Mike Stiles joining us. Mike sits down with Delgado Stone, an industry leader in natural stone products. He is joined by the CEO of Delgado Stone, Mike Wolf. They talk about Delgado's significant growth, the company's choice to shift from Acumatica to NetSuite, and its experience with the NetSuite advanced customer support and learning cloud support programs. So stay tuned. It's going to be an insightful episode. You're listening to the NetSuite podcast, where we discuss what's happening within NetSuite, why we're doing it, and where we're heading in the future. We'll dive into the details about the software and the people at NetSuite who are behind all the moving parts. We'll also feature customer growth stories, discussing the ups and downs of running a company and how one integrated system can help your business continue to scale. So just to start off, tell us about Delgado Stone, the origin of the business, the products you offer, who your customer is, things like that. Well, we started as a company that cut thin stone veneer, and it was about uh, just over 11 years ago, or almost 12 years ago now. The owner is Brendan Southard, and he was a mason. He started a retail mason yard and was buying this from from other places and was like, you know, there isn't much consistency and and uh, there's some gaps in the quality. So uh, he decided to buy a saw and start doing it himself. And since then, it's evolved and, and grown year after year. So he's now in the chairman role. Um, I've moved into the CEO role and uh, we've grown significantly. When I first got here in 2016, we had, uh, so I should say we're, we're a wholesale distributor. So we don't sell to the general public. We sell to Mason yards throughout the country, Mason landscape supply facilities like that. And uh, we had 60 customers and they were in nine states. Right now we have over, uh, we call our customers authorized dealers. We have over a hundred authorized dealers in 24 states across the country and in Canada. So we've grown significantly. It's been a very interesting uh, interesting journey and a lot of fun. Culture has, has been the thing for us. We pride ourselves on, uh, on who we are internally, how we treat our people, and that resonates in the quality of our product and um, the service we provide to our customers. So we have two production facilities in Brookfield, Connecticut, and we purchased a quarry in 2019. So we're now a quarrier of natural stone products and a manufacturer distributor. So we, the products that we create are, um, you know, siding for homes or commercial projects. You'll see it on fireplaces or retaining walls, occasionally in like a spa bathroom, which is always pretty cool to see something unique like that. We also do uh, landscape materials. So when we look at flagstone and uh, stone steps, and it's all natural, sustainable material. So there's no, um, everything that we're using is sourced from, from the earth. And I think 95% of it is within 150 miles of our facility. So sustainability is also very important to us and uh, focus on the environment. But yeah, we, we bring the mater- material to our, um, to our production facilities, break it down. We have 60, I think 62 people, I don't know, 60 people, we could say, that are responsible for 
sales, marketing, production, which is literally breaking down rock and shaping it and palletizing it and sending it out to the customers. So, and when I got here in 2016, we were uh, 26 people. So significant growth. Our revenue is around five to 10 million now. Uh, no, the revenue this year will be about 13 million. So it looks like we'll close out the year. So how are sales conducted? Are there any online components or is it sales reps? I know you're wholesale, so you're just going to distributors. How are products warehoused and distributed to them? Yeah, so we have, well, we have four people right now. We'll have five people next week on our uh, sales team. And they're actually based throughout the country. So they're all remote and they have specific regions and specific dealers that they work with. The dealer is the the customer, the end user. Um, they buy our material, they uh, they distribute it their customer, but we also work with architects, builders and masons and, uh, and even homeowners to help them choose the right material for their project. And then, you know, the transaction happens at the dealer level, but, you know, we get we get a lot of leads through our website, a lot of people contacting us, asking for, for help, advice, or recommendations. We ship a lot of samples. The sale itself is is a lot of repeat, a lot of inventory, uh, but there are job-specific things that we do. Most of the the actual sales and relationships are cultivated through our, uh, our sales team, but we do have a lot of lead generation and samples that come to us from, uh, from our website and online presence. Now, you were using Acumatica, and I think you stuck with that for about three years, but at some point that proved to not be the final answer. So what was that breaking point that sort of spurred the decision to go with a more robust ERP? Yeah, there was, so there were a few things that, that led to it. One of them was ease of use. And uh, with Acumatica, we were in a situation where it wasn't easy to to run reports, to create reports, um, to drill down on reports. And so what was happening every time was our controller and finance team, that you can imagine is already stretched pretty thin with a growing company. They were having to put together data for, uh, for me to analyze, for our sales team who's on the road to analyze. And instead of our sales, even though it was cloud-based, it just wasn't easy to use. So our sales team was constantly calling in for information and that's disruptive uh, throughout the day. So the biggest catalyst for change came from how do we make this easier for our team because that's going to allow us to provide better service to continue to grow and um, you know as our business scales as we grow we don't have silos but people still need to be able to operate independently and and get access to information when they need it uh, rather than rely on someone else and disrupt them so that was a big part of it and now i'm to be able to set up the dashboards so that they have access to their information. You know, we have a salesperson in Wisconsin who can now log in, look at his accounts, see what's going on and be more prepared when he goes into his meetings before he gets on that plane and heads to uh, Indiana or California, something along those lines. So that was probably the biggest, the biggest thing for us was ease of use and then looking at, okay, how, how are we scaling? So we, we know we're adding the second facility into our, um, into our business. So we didn't have to, uh, we don't have to buy more, um, you know, the, the sub companies, as long as they're, they're in the U S we can put it in under the, um, under the company that we have in NetSuite. And so in terms of growing and scaling, just a huge, huge difference. And then, 
we also like that we didn't have to work with a VAR in order to, to do this, being able to, to simply buy the support package and, and work with NetSuite directly, who's been amazing in terms of the service and responsiveness and, and helping us with the transition. So it sounds like Acumatica had some handcuffs on you, just prevented you from growing confidently as you got the two locations, the quarries you bring in material from. So NetSuite just kind of helps you better track all that? Yeah, I mean, it allows us to to track it. Um, it has real-time information, uh, which is nice in terms of having the financial dashboard and everything easily accessible for us. And we're actively looking to expand and, and purchase another quarry and add more add more locations in the year to come. So how do we make it easier to to scale and grow? And NetSuite is a much better option for us with that. Well, Acumatica didn't work out. And once that decision is made that this isn't going to be what we're going to stick with long-term, how do you start shopping for an ERP? How did you source good candidates for that and vet them out? It's a process. I mean, you do your research, right? There's there's brand names. NetSuite and Oracle are... are brand names um, in the industry. You know, we know something like a, a QuickBooks isn't going to be the solution, but we did some research online. We went through presentations. We asked some of our our vendors, I'm sorry, we asked some of our customers who they use, uh, if there's anything out there, but it was really just a lot of online research and then having conversations with with SAP, with, with you guys. Uh, and after we did a lot of research before choosing Acumatica and the CFO who was responsible for that decision uh, is no longer with us, but we took all of that research. And when it came time, once we saw the NetSuite demo, we knew that was the one for us. And the argument or not argument, but in the conversations we had, everyone's like, well, it's a significant increase in cost and said, yes, but if you're paying for something and not getting value out of it and not using it, and it's it's making things harder, you're not really saving money. It may look more expensive on paper, but the the amount of time that's been saved, the amount of energy, the uh, the ability for people to operate independently and get information, and even you know as we're growing, we've had to add users, and that was easy. So all of these things have contributed to it, but it was really kind of just. You know, you research online, you read reviews, you check forums and boards, you ask other people what they've used. We're in an industry that is somewhat slow to adapt to technology, I guess I'll say. And we like to be at the forefront of that. We have, uh, we've used digital tools. So like our production manager has tablets, uh, everything's in real time with our, with our manufacturing. So we use tablets and phones and communication devices uh, so we can go through that. So it integrates well with that. But it was just research. And then again, when we saw it, we knew right away this was something we could rely on and, and would be there going forward. But major transitions are never easy. Has putting NetSuite in place given you a renewed confidence that you're never going to have to do that again? So the, the goal was, as we pick something, we have to pick something that we never have to go through this awful, miserable ERP transition process again. And I say that a little bit sarcastically, but no, it, it taxes your team, right? You have um, you have your production and operations people involved. You have your finance people involved. Uh, you have to retrain customer service. You have, there's a lot that goes into changing ERPs and or migrating to a new ERP. And 
the goal was for us to never have to do that again. So as we're looking for one, we're saying, what's the one that we can move to? What's the, what's the one that we can pick that will allow us to not have to do this again, that will allow us to scale and stay within that same software. So that was uh, ultimately what it comes down to. We didn't want to have to do this again. Did the NetSuite salespeople overhype it or put the pressure on? No, they were they were great. It was very much a consultative sales process. And that's always a concern, right? When you're making an investment and I, it's hard for me to own up to it sometimes, but there's a few things, a few decisions I've made that it seems like I was uh, over-promised and under-delivered. NetSuite did not do that. NetSuite was from day one, walked us through through the process, communicated it clearly, provided um, you know slide decks and everything and walked us through the process. Here's how this is going to work. And then even with the transition from you know the sales team to the account manager to the implementation to the ACS team, it's been smooth and we've never been left out to dry at any point. They've walked us through and most important, followed through on what they said they were going to do, which seems like a, a simple thing. And it's something that we preach like, look, if we can do it, we'll tell you we can do it. And if we can't do it, we have to own that and say we can't um, or it's not the right fit. But or NetSuite has fulfilled everything they said that they could along the way. Now, other contenders were SAP? Yeah, SAP. There was Abbas. Those were the two when when it came down to it. And that's because we had done the research you know, prior to moving to Acumatica. We had done a lot of research. And so when it came time to switch from Acumatica, I was like, okay, here's the three that I wanted to look at. Uh, really, the ones that I had in mind were Abbas and NetSuite, and then someone on our team asked about SAP as like a small business uh, unit. It wasn't much of a decision to to be honest. Once we um, once we started going, I didn't have to debate or deliberate much. When you hold up Acumatica to NetSuite, what percentage are you able to use out of the box versus how much you have to customize? So, so that was uh, <laughs> that was a big thing. Um, I say they were they're kind of opposites. Where with Acumatica, we would we needed to customize like 75 to 80% and, uh, and 20, you know, 20 to 25 is out of the box. And NetSuite is the complete opposite where it's 75 to 80% out of the box and maybe 20% customization. I don't think we've run into any customization yet, or actually yesterday our controller um, brought something up to me and asked if we could uh, have something customized and it would cost like seven hours or something like that. So that's the first one, but it's been, easy to migrate very much out of the box and um, solving the the problems that we have and providing those solutions without the customization. And that's a, that's a big thing. You know, when you have everyone in your organization tied into this from your customer service and who are in the office and your, your finance team, and then um, the salespeople who are on the road, it, it's gotta be easy. We're still considered, I think in that small business range where we don't have, people to, to dedicate to build reports. And we're not going to hire someone with SQL database experience just for this. We, we want something that we can jump in and use. And, you know, there's things along the way that we can add. And there's certainly no shortage of modules or integration uh, when it comes to what NetSuite offers. I mean, just about everyone. Where a lot of times uh, when it came to Acumatica, the response we got was, what what is Acumatica? And so, you know, when when we're hiring a new controller, we post the job and we're interviewing people, and 
like do you, you know everyone in finance has quickbooks experience right and it's competitive out there and so you're looking for people to come in and and jump into something very few people that i talked to had heard of acumatica whether they used it or not netsuite is a recognizable name similar similar to to quickbooks in terms of brand recognition i think it adds a level of clout when when you're looking to recruit talent, right? And trying to find the right person and they're trying to find the right company they want to work for. Um, we're saying, look, we're, we're going to move to NetSuite or we're migrating to NetSuite. And that makes a difference. So in terms of the talent pool and adding to our team, uh, we wanted something that you know people had experience with or could use relatively easily uh, when they joined our team. And, and um, we actually changed controllers Right at the end, <laughs> um, which is something I don't recommend to anyone. Uh, <laughs> well, that actually rolls right into my next question, which is about implementation. So you went live with NetSuite in 2022. You know, a lot of businesses your size might be intimidated to put an ERP in place just out of fear about how the implementation is going to go. So you guys actually made it a little harder on yourselves because you had a controller switch in there. So what were the positive and negative experiences going through the implementation? The execution of the implementation team, meaning they they said, here's here's the plan. They asked questions. They kept a schedule. They kept us on task, which made it easy. We knew what we had to do before uh, the next call, the next meeting. They would work with us and, and say, look, not everyone has to be in this meeting. Here's who's recommended to be in this meeting to learn this. They would follow up and, and check with us along the way. And then when we made that controller switch, they actually they had to repeat some stuff and and they were willing to to go through that again and to work with us on it. So, you know, yes, it delayed it a little bit because of the change in controllers in that main finance role that we have, but ultimately they made that manageable. Because without it, I, I don't know how I don't know how we would have done it actually. And I was it was not something we were eager to do, but no, they, like I said, with the the sales team, um, and I think it was Brady and Diamond that I had worked with. You're always sitting there, like, okay, they're they're making these promises, or they're saying, here's what we can do, and and with in my role, you go through enough of these ERP presentations or SaaS presentations, and like, okay, you got to kind of pick and choose. But from sales to to account manager to the implementation team and then back to to the ACS team they everything was communicated clearly it was scheduled it was executed the communication was great so they really made that that transition easy for us how did six out of the top seven best performing tech stocks gain visibility and control over financials inventory planning and budgeting with netsuite by oracle answers at netsuite.com code netsuite.com code well i want to walk through and confirm these things that delgado's licensed and whether you are or aren't using it then i'll specifically ask you about how you're using them in a minute you have ERP, and that includes CRM, but you're moving from HubSpot? Yeah, right now uh, our CRM is with HubSpot, but that's a change that we're going to make in the future. It was more, there's only so much you can do, and we didn't want it to add more um, transitioning yet. So HubSpot's integrated with NetSuite, but you're switching completely. And then you have the inventory management and demand planning? Yep, inventory management, budget tracking, yeah, uh, the order management. So 
receiving the doing the estimates, receiving the orders, fulfilling the orders, picking and packing the orders, then shipping the orders, and then invoicing. So everything from before the orders received right through the end, uh, it, it's all there. But yeah, we have the supply chain, the purchasing, the demand planning, inventory management of uh, raw materials, and also of completed products. So uh, we have all of those uh, all of those tools, as well as the the manufacturing with the work orders and work orders, assemblies, bills of material, all that really exciting stuff. And then you have ACS and LCS. I mean, one of the things that, that I learned from our first uh, go around with ERP and Acumatica, and this was part of the, the selling point for NetSuite, was the, the support was directly with NetSuite. So there were times where we had to go to our VAR, and then the VAR would go to Acumatica, and then it would go back to the VAR, and then back to us. And there were some hiccups along the way that were frustrating. Um, people leave organizations and, and there's turnover when you're working directly with NetSuite and we haven't faced it yet, but if there's turnover there, right, there's someone at NetSuite that you're going to continue working with where, you know, if you're at a VAR and someone changes there, now there's a new person there that has to understand your account. It, it just makes for, a, a it adds an, an additional step that isn't necessary. And there's not, there are, I don't have anything against our VAR. There were great people um, or they are great people, I should say. But for us, again, being that smaller organization, we wanted to have that education and support. And it was one of the things that I said, yes, we'll, we'll pay for this. Let's get people so that if there's an issue, we can contact directly. Let's understand the training and reporting. And okay, so we have the learning center. That's great. But sometimes it's helpful to be able to talk to a person um, and have them resolve issues or provide insight for best practices. And, and that's been really helpful for us. When you think about advanced customer support, what sort of things do you go to them for? And in what ways have they sometimes filled the hero role? For us, it's, it's been more on the finance side. So when we, when, uh, as I say stuff like this out loud, I'm like, what are, what are we doing? But we're also changing banks <laughs> at the same time. So we're changing software, we're changing banks, we change controllers. So we're changing banks. And, and so there's some integration things that, that we need or have requests on. We're changing credit cards and being able to, to go to them and say, hey, can you help us? Because the bank isn't necessarily set up to support us with that. So things along those lines. When we imported a few things, uh, they weren't being allocated to the right account because of how we set it up or we weren't sure how we wanted to do it. And then as we saw the reports, we said, wait, this isn't how we want to see it. And so then we went to to the ACS team. We said, here's what's happening, but here's what we really want to do. And they're like, okay, let's make that change. And they would walk us through that change or they have the ability to make that change for us. So that was uh, that was the other part. So more on the finance side, and then they are going to provide training to, to the sales team on how they can better use the dashboard and set it up the way that's going to be most beneficial to them. So is that, and then I think on the inventory, something on the, the inventory items versus assembly items they were able to help us with, but I don't remember the specifics off the top of my head. Touching back on inventory management, you have 500 SKUs, something like that? Yes, it's a lot. So when you have NetSuite in place, you're running inventory management through that. What's kind of a before and after, you know, life before compared to what it is now? We actually never got to the point of setting up inventory management in our previous with Acumatica. It wasn't easy and we didn't have the support. Uh, so 
we just never got to that point. So we'd been using spreadsheets. And uh, anytime you're, you're, you know, you have someone that's taking information from one, from the software, plugging it into another software and updating that, it leaves room for error, whether it's, uh, they just didn't get to it that day. So then there's a gap in, in inventory or a typo, something as simple as that. Instead of typing 10, they type 100. It was it literally in spreadsheets and challenging to, to update. Uh, but now it's in real time. It's, it's easy. It's, I don't say it's done for us, right? You still have to go through every once in a while, but it's a seamless, smoother process. Beyond ACS, you have access to learning cloud support, and you mentioned how vital that is in everyone across the organization. Just knowing how to use the tools at their disposal and maximize them. Has LCS played a role in that or helped speed adoption? Yes. So it's helped in that for the initial implementation team that was working on it, it gave us the ability to dig a little deeper as we were going, if we weren't sure on something or wanted to become more familiar with it. And then as we added more team members um, or as more team members adopted NetSuite and, and are in there, the, the implementation team, those of us who were, who were already using LCS and using NetSuite, were now able to help um, to provide that you know initial okay, here's how to do this, Here, here's how this works. And and then also say, these are the videos we watched, or this is the kind of the, what we followed in order to to do this. So it help, it just helps along the way and gives that little bit extra, especially when it's new. You know, we've all, we all use software, we all do a lot, but uh, when it's something new, having that level of, let me just look this up or let me get a little more education on this. Let's face it, a lot of people, or a lot of organizations, and I've been a part of them, and uh, and even some of the software we use now, where you get it and you use twenty percent of it, you use twenty five percent of it. Maybe you don't even, maybe you don't know how much you can use, or or if something's frustrating, so you just say, you know what, we're gonna we're gonna build a workaround. But in order to do things the right way and and understand, and we're not a traditional manufacturer where. You buy raw material, you buy parts, you put it together, you assemble, and then there's like a leftover screw and you put that in inventory. We're, we're buying raw material, we're buying rock. And through each part of the production process, uh, every time you hit that rock, you have a little bit of waste. And so this helps us with, with the calculations. It helps us learn, here's what we're doing now, here's what we can do. So it, it provides a kind of a a starting point for dialogue within the team and improvement, which is great. And it's it's something that can be done independently by people instead of, <laughs> as we sit here on Zoom, instead of being on a, another Zoom training. Uh, <laughs> well, um, I think we all have a little bit of that fatigue. It's been, you know, yesterday was in 11 different meetings, but this gives the ability to to kind of visit it when time permits. And I think that's a big help. We were talking a little bit about integrations. We kind of covered HubSpot. You're using Big Commerce for what? Yeah, Big Commerce is uh, for um, the ordering of samples. So we haven't done anything with it yet because we were getting the NetSuite migration done, and then now we're moving to Big Commerce. But that's to to basically build an online store for our dealers, a wholesale store. I want to go back because you mentioned the impact that NetSuite has had related to your controller. It sounds like people are more empowered and have to hit them up with a lot fewer questions, which then frees them up to do other things. So has it changed the role of the controller in your shop? Yeah, significantly. 
it used to be the amount of time that was spent building reports and and not not the analyzing of reports, but literally confirming things are right and building the report and then exporting the report at more just spreadsheets on top of spreadsheets because it wasn't there wasn't an intuitive reporting feature in Acumatica that it would have had each time you'd have to build it. Now she's able to delegate a lot of the responsibility in terms of internal questions, the sales team asking what's going on with AR for this customer, or did, uh, did this order, this is more for the operations, but did this order ship yet or something like that? Now they can see that information. They're not calling in and, and disrupting uh, the next module that we want to add or the next thing that we're going through for 2023 uh, to kick off the new year is the expense reporting for the sales team in there instead of having to do that in a spreadsheet. So that's another integration we'll be implementing soon. But instead of basically fielding internal questions from our team, our controller is now able to work on more meaningful stuff that, okay, well, here's some analysis that's going to save us money, or here, here's an opportunity for us to for us to be more efficient. And that's the part that we're most excited about. And uh, we're adding another finance person. We're in the interviewing process now, but we also know okay, here's a new person, we can train them, but also they're going to have access to the learning center and with ACS. So they're going to be more educated, which is going to allow the controller to grow and move to that next level and, and be more impactful in our role. So that that's the biggest thing. So it, it, it really, I mean, in terms like, hey, is this, did this customer grow quarter over quarter or year over year? Like we couldn't even get that information readily available. What did they buy? And how much of what are they buying? What what are they buying in this market? And so we have a, a national sales director, and we're putting together um, you know projections, budgets, quotas, all those things for 2023. And it's okay. Well, here are the here are the products that are selling in this market, or here's what we're seeing. Um, here's a trend that we're seeing. Or yeah, sales were up. Uh, you know, I think somewhere in the 25 percent range or 30 percent range. But let's do an analysis and see is it. Is there a geographic component? Is it by regional sales manager? Is it, you know, and, and so we're starting to get access to data that is going to fuel growth and allow for us to, to make better decisions. And the controller can now focus on those things and not have to spend 20 hours a week, 30 hours a week building reports for individual salespeople. It's something we're very, very excited about. You already pretty much covered the benefits you're getting out of NetSuite and how you have plans to maximize it, add to it, get even more value out of it. Do, do you have a wish list of what additional modules you might be looking at? And do you think with the addition of modules, the whole system gets better? Yeah. Um, asset tracking is one in terms of mechanical expenses. As a manufacturer, you can imagine that's a big one for us. So I think four years ago, I tried to implement an asset management program. <laughs> It was unsuccessful, and uh, and now here we are four years later without an asset management. So that that's a big one for us. There's obviously uh, payment. We we want to give customers access to information where they're going to be able to to check their accounts and um, and log in. Ultimately, it's how do we make things easier and and be a better partner to our vendors to our customers. So uh, online payments um, like ACH payments, things like that. So there's the asset management, there's uh, online payments, expense reporting. On the manufacturing side, 
we have, I think we have the basic manufacturing, but there's another manufacturing component that we've talked about, but we don't have yet. So that we're always looking at manufacturing. There's a lot of analysis that goes into that, uh, as you can imagine, as we price things and, um, and understand their costs. And so I know logistics, we use a third party right now, but again, the, when we had Acumatica, we had to get all these other software components. So we needed a third party uh, software for shipping. We needed a third party for ACH payments and digital payments that integrated with that. Like it's all now, how do we put everything? We, ha we have a software now that allows us to put everything in one place, right? And that's the whole purpose of the ERP is how do you have as much information here so you can uh, understand your business better and make better decisions and grow. I tell our team, we're pretty big on transparency. So to me with the production team, it's like, look, the cost of pallets last year, wood pallets that we use a significant amount of went from $4 a pallet to $17 a pallet. That's a significant increase. And we put people first. So by doing that, we're like, okay, we still want to pet, we still want to give out pay increases. We still want to have bonuses. You know, all of those things are still important to us. And now we can look at this information and say, all right, well, we have to we have to figure out how to scale back some of these expenses or make an adjustment so that we can continue to give these out. But it, the idea is how do you get as much information and, and I'm a data person, as much information in one place uh, that's accurate in I'll say real time, right? Maybe on a weekly basis, whatever it is, but it's there so that we have an understanding of our business, of that snapshot in that dashboard um, at all times. And having that level of comfort allows us to operate efficiently and make decisions. And, you know, the economy is obviously scary, everything going on in the world, but that level of comfort, knowing our business, knowing our position makes a big impact in, in how we operate. You guys have a, I don't know if it's a subsidiary or how it's set up, but you have a trucking company, right? Well, we have a retail company that uh, has trucks with it. Yes. Is there talk about bringing that into NetSuite? Yeah, that's going to be done. I have a call later today with our account manager to, to take that next step. So that's going to be brought over. With the pandemic, post-pandemic, is there going to be a recession? Is there not going to be a recession? And for you guys, what's going on with building and construction, that whole industry? A lot of businesses really focused these past couple of years on efficiency, automation, improving the bottom line. Was all that a motivator for you positioning yourselves better with NetSuite or were you always just focused on those things? That That's something we've always been focused on, but we didn't have the right tools to do that. So because that's been our focus, because we're focused on efficiency and making things easier for people and, um, and under, making sure we understand our business because that allows us to provide better service uh, to our customers and a better place to work for our people, for our team, but we didn't have the, the software and we do now we've invested in something that is going to help us uh, do that exponentially better than we have been. Instead of come time for pricing every year, I'm spending a lot of time going through spreadsheets and spreadsheets and, and analyzing analyzing information because I had to pull things one by one and then put them together. But now we have the information in a dashboard. I don't think I could accurately convey how much easier it is for me now because it's so significant, 
but the ability to get those reports, get that information. And I mean, it's saving probably 50% by the time I get to, to the pricing part where now we can say, okay, this is the pricing we wanna do. Um, here's our costs, here's the analysis, everything's in one place. And we know what we need to do in order to grow. So it didn't lead us to efficiency in, in that direction, but it fits in with our, um, with our vision and, and our practice of being an efficient company. Well, it was a pleasure talking to you. We love hearing stories about uh, companies like yours, companies of all kinds, and how these technology tools like NetSuite are facilitating growth and stronger businesses. We appreciate you taking the time to be with us. Thanks, Mike. That concludes another great episode. I personally loved hearing more about how Delgado Stone's use of NetSuite helped free up their controller to focus on analyzing reports and not just creating them. We frequently see in research that that's where the role of the finance department is going, so it's really cool to see it in action. Big thanks to the two Mikes, our guest hosts Mike Stiles and Delgado Stone's Mike Wolf for joining us. And as always, a big thank you to our wonderful editing team over at Lambstand and to all of you for tuning in. If you want more episodes just like this one, make sure you subscribe to our channel and give us a rating and review. Until next time. You just listened to the NetSuite podcast. Be sure to tune in every week with more NetSuite developments, stories, and insights into the benefits of one integrated system to help you run your business.